Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Sparks, presented by betonline.ag. I'm Sydney Weiss. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. And as we continue our empowerment series, we do so because the LA Sparks are so deeply involved and deeply passionate with continuing to grow sports for young people and for girls. And on this episode of Believe in Sparks, we introduce you to Vanessa De Jesus. She's a freshman at Duke University, and she played high school ball at Sierra Canyon. And she shares with us what it was like growing up playing with the guys, being friends with Bronny James, and having met Kobe Bryant. The first thing I want to know is, how old were you when you first picked up a basketball? So when I first picked up a basketball, I was around two years old. So for Christmas, my parents, they bought me a little basketball hoop for like my brother and I to play inside our home. So that's when I first started playing and, you know, why I first started throwing the ball in the hoop and just, you know, enjoying the game for fun. When were you hooked? At a young age, to be honest, because when I was younger, my parents, they tried to put me into other sports such as gymnastics and, and tennis, like all through my early, like early ages. And then six is when I first joined my first basketball team, an all-boys parking rec team. And I think there was when I was like, yeah, it's just basketball for me. Like, nothing else compared to it. And just, like, the competitiveness, just, like, the game of basketball is, like, uncomparable. And I just loved it from there. I love that you started playing with boys because that really does develop something extra in you that other people don't get unless they've actually played with guys I've had so many bruises so many black eyes but they're all but they're all worth it right how is how did that really help evolve your game even quicker yeah I think with playing boys it brought this toughness that at a young age it helped me grow and prepare myself for playing with you know other girl basketball players so I think just that and also you know playing against and more like you can say aggressive you know boys and me being like the only girl out there there's always like little like competition like you know they saw me as being like different from them so just having that it like motivated me to just you know be better than them and just like seeing that I can compete with boys made it give me that confidence like oh yeah I can compete with girls no matter what. What are some valuable lessons that the game has already taught you? I think for one is resilience because throughout basketball you know there's always been those ups and downs and it's never just been like steady. But I think just having those has shown me like how much more I want to work and just like, you know, getting that goal after going through all that I've come through, it just makes it that much worth it. And also just the idea of, you know, nothing's ever like handed to you and then, you know, putting in the work, you'll see results. And I think that's a very important thing to like you take into life too, that, you know, at the end, hard work will like, will result in whatever your, you know, passion 
passionate for whatever you're like looking towards so I think that's one huge thing and then just also like teamwork you know basketball being a, a game a team sport it's taught me that you know it can't be you can't be selfish you gotta be selfless and look out for others and that it's important because like relationships relationships in life are are very valuable and help shape like who you are as an individual so I've definitely learned that and met like many many people who have influenced me and I've loved all the friendships and you know connections I made and I think I just bring that into my life too throughout my you know world. Mm, I love that you mentioned all that you've been through what are you talking about there? Yeah you know going up I was back home I was like the only I guess like girl like basketball player there weren't that many other girl basketball players at my hometown Valencia and I guess why I you know I started off playing with boys so just going from there and then also being you know an Asian you know Asian basketball player you don't really see those you know um, Asian basketball players like in WNBA or other figures like that so just like not really having like someone there it just pushed me to be that person for you know other one other girls who are growing up and playing basketball so I really take that into account, you know, that it's not just me, I'm like not just playing for myself, but my family, and like other people who have aspirations similar to myself. So that's one thing I'd say growing up was tough. And then also just, you know, just, it's always competitive. Basketball is competitive and there's so many like great players and, you know, opportunities are small. So I think it's just taking those into account and, you know, putting in the work, even if like you fail or you have struggles just getting back up and, you know, still pursuing, like, what you believe in, no matter, like, how bad it gets. And we'll be back with more right after this message from our sponsor. And while you might not make it to a game this year, you can still be in on all the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there's always the online casino because it never closes. So head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back to Believe in Sparks, presented by betonline.ag. You know, it's hard when you don't have a mentor. Sure, you have family and some friends that are your age, but to truly have a mentor in the space that you want to be in, how did you rise above those moments that you're like, how am I going to push through this? How am I going to will myself to the next level? Because I'm kind of on my own here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I just found values in other people that were similar to myself. So like, for example, my family, just seeing how much they've done for me and, you know, their hard work. Those are the kind of things I take into account for myself. And that actually helped me, you know, just pursue pursue my goals because just their confidence in me and you know just their love and support has always been huge for me and also just finding those other mentors and other people such as my coaches Uh, my AU coach coach George he was my coach since I was in second grade through all the way to high school and he believed in me from the beginning when you know I just started off playing with boys he he stood me out and he saw me and picked me and you know helped me grow into the player I am today so just having that kind of person who Leaves me, and you know, who understands the game in a very high level. That was a huge thing for myself. And then just, you know, the relationships I meet throughout my life. I think just meeting different people and seeing like what they've gone through themselves and like relating with that. 
that just brought me confidence and having friends, you know, who have the same type of goals as you, I think is a huge thing can, that can help motivate you and stay, stay with your goals no matter what. Is there anything you wish someone would have told you sooner? Like, dang, why didn't they tell me that before now? Why did I have to learn the hard way? I think actually like throughout life, I've, I've learned like what I've learned at the right time. So I do believe like things, you know, happen when they happen, like for a reason. So I think the process of me learning and making these mistakes have helped shape me and, you know, figuring it out myself, you know, something you need to figure out yourself. So I think what I've come across is, you know, the right way. And I'm, I'm happy with everything. I love that answer. And you're right. It's, it's one of those things to where we learn the lessons we're meant to learn when they happen. And mm-hmm. as long as we take that in stride and as long as we know, okay, I'm meant to be here at this time, that was meant to happen. Now, how do I react? How do I respond in, in the most powerful and positive way? Is there a piece of advice that you were given throughout your playing career so far that has really just stood with you and given you empowerment at any time during, during a game or even during life situations? Yeah. Um, one quote that I remember when I was younger is, um, don't miss out on something great just because it could be difficult. And I think that was a huge thing for me. Like when I heard that, I was like, well, that makes so much sense because, you know, people sometimes just focus on, you know, the end goal. And then when they go through the struggle, they, they give up. They're like, oh, I don't want this. Like, this is too hard. I'll look towards something else. But just hearing that, it, it just like, I don't know, it, it inspired me, like, you know, to love like the struggle, like love the journey to get there. So I've grown to, you know, appreciate like the little moments of, you know, little setbacks, but then recovering from that. And then just like seeing that, that growth and, you know, improvements, it just makes everything worth it, even though it's hard in the first place, because, you know, at the end of the day, things that are worth it aren't, you know, aren't easy. So I think that's definitely one huge thing that I'll always remember for sure. What would you tell your 11 year old self? I would tell myself, you know, just stay tough. I think it's a, you know, a tough world. And I know there are drawbacks that I've come across and just being tough, like physically and mentally, because basketball is a huge game mentally. And I've, I've learned like over time how big it is. So just understanding that the mental aspect of basketball is not that easy, you know, it takes time to grow and straighten. So I think just understanding that um, mental toughness is huge and to be like, to excel in basketball, you have to be tough and you can't back down like no matter what. You mentioned being able to be a mentor to younger girls now. What are some things that you do intentionally to give them confidence? Yeah, I'd say just, you know, showing my support on social media, you know, when I do something and um, like in a game, after a game, sometimes like little girls will come up in high school and want to take pictures of me. And it's always just amazing to see that. So I try to give back with just, you know, playing like my best all the time and, you know, just showing out because I know, you know, you never know who's watching and there could be a little girl who's never seen you play out there on the court watching for the first time and you can just make an impact in that moment. So just having that kind of power is very, like I'm very grateful to have. So I just want to take it like when I can and, you know, just remember, like, you know, you never know what's going on, who's there. So just to give that moment, like all you got. I could not agree with you more. I use that comment a lot with young people. You never know who's watching. So let's, let's 
simulate mentally a game situation. Let's say your shot's not falling. Maybe you turn the ball over. It's just not your night. You know, you can't have a great night every night. How are you, how's your facial expression? How's your body language? And are you taking note of that? Because you know that A, people are watching and B, your team is really relying on you um, just to continue to be their leader, even if your shots aren't falling. How do you, how do you respond and rebound to those, those, those type of nights? Yeah, I think you just can't let it get to you. Like, there's always something you can do. If it's not your shot falling, you can do something defensively. If you're just not performing overall, overall, you can be a great teammate. So I just take that into account and understand that, you know, I'm playing basketball, I'm playing something I love. So I just got to, you know, enjoy, I enjoy it. So I always, you know, stay calm, you know, have always have a good attitude about it because the game is, the game is changing. You never know in a second, you can just be right back at it. You never know like what could happen. So I just take into account that I can't be selfish like that. It's selfish when you get down on yourself and, you know, like emotions or like, like your mood is like, what's it called? It's infe like infects others. You mm -hmm. know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. So just like staying positive can definitely influence your team and how they play overall too. So I just think, you know, being selfless and, you know, as a point guard, you got to think about the teams, the team. So I'm not really worried about, you know, the points at the end of the day, I just want my team to succeed. So I'd say that's a huge thing. And then secondly, I would say very intelligent. I think I notice things in the game that some don't before they happen. And I think just from me playing basketball and growing in the game of basketball, I've just learned the little like mechanics and like, little like little games of basketball that many people mm -hmm. don't see. And I also say um, I'm a good teammate, you know. I'm always there like supporting my teammates. Even if I'm like not doing well, I'm there like right with my teammate you know, giving her a high five when she makes a shot, you know, patting her on the back, giving her like advice of, you know, something, something she messed up or whatever. So I just am an overall good teammate and, you know, very understanding of the game. I would say those would uh, fall under the category of strengths as well. Um, but what are some mechanical things strength wise that you're good at ball handling distribution? Oh, yeah. 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 I'd say for one, my vision my core vision of the court, which helped me, you know, with passing and being a point guard, it's huge, you know, seeing the floor and be able to direct the offense and, you know, read the defense is a major part of being a point guard. And also ball handling. I grew up, you know, dribbling because it's a huge, you have to, you have to dribble to be a point guard. So I think that's definitely a huge thing I pride myself about because I understand its importance and I put the time into that. And then also I'd say my, my jump shot, Something I really work on is, you know, the mid-range because, you know, being a point guard, sometimes you can't get all the way into the paint. So I've worked on that, you know, little mid-range off the pick and roll or just before getting down in the paint to, like, the, like the post players. So, yeah, those are some things that I'd say. What do, you, what are you constantly focusing on getting better at? Mm -hmm. I think just always um, communicating and being, like, defensively because I think you can never over-communicate. So that's something I always working on and being a point guard communication is huge because you are like the coach on the floor. So that's something I always want to improve on and, you know, get to know my teammates more so we can build that relationship on the court. And then defensively is something I want to grow in because, you know, it just makes points easier. It makes the game easier if you can get stops and, you know, defend your player. What have you learned so far in terms of the difference in the high school game versus 
what you're now learning at the NCAA level? Yeah, I've learned that, you know, everybody's better and everybody's more athletic. I'm not just playing against, you know, in high school, sometimes you play against one or two, you know, great players. But here in college, like, on my team, everybody's good. So I've learned that I have to compete and that, you know, the game is faster. So I'm, like, working on defensively, you know, running and stopping, just the angles, because the little things can help me if I'm, like, not as, as athletic as another player. They can give me that advantage defensively against them. And I've just learned, you know, just being smarter defensively because me being not, you know, not like six foot, you know, I'm five eight. So I take that into account and, you know, work my, use what I have, which is my intelligence and my understanding. So I, I take that into my defense. Why Duke and what are you studying? Um, right now I'm on the pre-med track and I chose Duke because there's many things. One was academically and basketball I was looking for a school that had that balance because both of those are something that I valued growing up and Duke was that that place for me and also just like the legacy and sisterhood of Duke because you know growing up I was actually coached by Chelsea Gray in AAU basketball and she's a point guard who went to Duke and I remember her telling me like all the things that she's learned and just the opportunities and like the support seen at Duke so that was something that I loved and always remembered when decided to go into Duke and just being here I've seen how much they love basketball and how much they you know value like team and like sisterhood that's one thing that I love is just like and then the competitiveness of the ACC I wanted to play at the at the top you know as high as I can get so being in this environment I think it just pushed me you know, academic and basketball-wise. So. I, I love I love Chelsea Gray, man. I love her. She is not only a wealth of knowledge, but she's silly funny. She's a great teammate. She's she's just all the things. What are what are some, some of your greatest memories of Chelsea and, and other things that you learned just being around her? She's so, she's just like such a, a character, you know, like she's so like on the court, she's all serious, you know. When we play five on five or she's coaching us, she would get on us, you know, be tough, give us those, like, little, like, smart little, like, helpful hints to understand the game better. But then you get off the court, she's just goofy, you know, <laughs> joking around with us, you know, hanging out. I just think that's amazing to have as, you know, someone to look up to as a point guard. And I'm just grateful I was able to meet her and just, like, learn from her, like, learn from her about the game because her vision is just crazy and just her understanding of basketball is, like, off the charts. So she's – and her passing, I know, just watching her when I was growing up, like, because she, you know, did the drills with us. It's just amazing to see, like, that kind of a player, like, in person. It's it's a lot to learn about. Living in in Valencia, growing up in Valencia, not far from downtown L.A., how how closely do you you watch the Sparks? Oh, yeah, all the time. I used to go to the game. I remember one of my, like, watching Lisa Leslie. Oh, yeah. I remember I was at one of her last games, and I got – I got the little poster with her, like, on the wings. And then I still have that in my room somewhere. I even have her jersey. <laughs> That's yeah, great. Yeah, I, I, I love them. Yeah, Sparky, he was my man. <laughs> the little dog. But, yeah, I used to love watching the Sparks because, you know, we'd go there all the time, like, with my friends and with my team just to show the support. And I love Staples Center in L.A., so that's definitely a team I was – they're my team, rooting for them all the time. And they do so much in the community and they do so much to ramp up 
uh, girls sports because unfortunately when you look at the number of girls athletes that stop playing basketball it's an alarming number because it's like double the number of, of boys that stop playing at a young age why do you think that happens and what can we do to keep girls interested I think just you know increasing that support for like women's basketball I think over time it's grown we've seen it in social media and as the game is evolving with like players such as like Chelsea Gray, like Sabrina Unescu is coming up, just having those exciting players and then showing that love like you see from the NBA players wearing, you know, the WNBA hoodies and then just, you know, putting them in that platform. I think it just brings, you know, more confidence and spread the game of like basketball for women and girls. So I think that's really important to just see as a young girl, you know, you know, seeing someone you can look up to and be like, oh, I want to be like them. That's a huge thing that I think will help, you know, push the game of women's basketball and, you know, make it even better than it is now. Growing up, I've always dreamed of, you know, playing in the NCAA tournament. That's always been a dream of mine. So just being here now and it's kind of surreal, to be honest. Time really flies by, but I'm just looking forward to, you know, being on that court and being in that call. It's not going to be the same with COVID, but yeah. being there with my team and just, you know, being part of like Duke, like women's basketball, playing against ACC, like the best competition. It's just something that I've always dreamed about, and I'm just so happy, and I can't wait. I'm excited for you. Give us, mm -hmm. give us a snapshot of what it does look like right now to be in these conditions. What is it like? Yeah. At first, it was, you know, with small groups starting off with individual works, with guard work, and in post work. But now as time is, you know, speeding up and we're getting close to the season we started incorporating more team things such as going over team defense you know incorporating it's been very interesting the build-up of where we were to where it is now and I think it's just going to grow from here it starts scrimmaging and you know adding more offenses so that's what I'm excited about good but you feel safe everyone's doing the right thing oh yeah good. yeah we um uh, we're wearing masks you know we have to get tested now every day just in preparation for season because I know that would definitely be something mandated. And then we always have to social distance when we're not in practice and then, you know, outside just being careful where we are and um, keeping our mask on all the time. Good. I want to talk about a few, a few things. Um, it's funny how small the basketball world is. We, you and I have actually, um, can you still hear me? Okay. There you are. Um, yeah. you, you and I have a lot in common um, because mm -hmm. this is a, it's a small world, the basketball world. Um, mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about Sierra Canyon. Um, you know mm -hmm. the Jordan family, Jalen, who played volleyball. Yeah. Her, her parents and, and her family are good friends of mine. Um, we've got that connection. I worked, <laughs> I covered the NBA for several years, so I worked with LeBron very closely. So oh. you, you also had Bronny on the men's team <laughs> at Sierra Canyon, and you said your brother plays. So what was it like um, – not many, not many high school athletes can say that NBA players come to their gym and NBA fathers are there and around constantly. What was that like? And what's mm -hmm. Bronny like? And how many times did you beat him one on one? I'm gonna say, every, <laughs> I'm gonna say every time. Tell me about that experience. <laughs> yeah, um, it's crazy. The culture is just amazing out there because when having those kind of players come to your game and you know showing love and like good job and just being there it's it adds to that level of just the basketball culture and being around it I've learned you know how fun it is and just you know the vibe and 
how it is like a family you know people are there to support you the boys teams you know they come to our games we'd hang out and do a lot of activities together so it definitely just showed me you know basketball and added to my love for it even more mm. and Bronnie yeah he's he's a funny guy because we you know he's a freshman so we had like a lot of um activities we did with the boys like some training activities and he's he's actually a really good guy he's he's funny I think he's a hard worker because I know he's a lot on his plate but I've seen him you know put the grind in and just you know be focused on himself as a freshman and just learning from there and then just you know just seeing all the other um NBA play, I mean NBA coach, I mean NBA players like Dwayne Wade. Mm-hmm. He was at our game in Texas, and he came up to us before the game. I remember saying like, "Good luck! Like I'm going to be out there and watch you." I just think you know it adds to that atmosphere and excitement of basketball, just basketball. So, and that's yeah. such a blessing too, because those are both LeBron and Dwayne and several other NBA players, current and past. They have daughters, so they. Mm-hmm they recognize now they maybe didn't give it as much respect before. Maybe they did, but now they just realize mm-hmm. it on a different level that their baby girl could have an opportunity mm-hmm. to do all these great things in the sport yeah. as well. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of girl dads, um, mm-hmm. you and I have also had the privilege of meeting Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. I was able to interview him a few times and, um, to say he was a class act is an understatement. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell us about your experience of meeting Kobe. Yeah. Um, well, just growing up, you would never, I never, you know, dreamed that I could I'd be able to meet Kobe. And just meeting him, he was even better in person than I ever thought. For one, I knew his work ethic. Like, I knew the kind of work that he put in and his love for basketball and just the understanding like you could you, you sensed it when you met him like you just know how intelligent he is and just the way there's this way of words is like unbelievable and just as a person I can see how genuine he is like he was really genuine like when we worked out he'd you know give us tips and he was really into us getting better and I think that's a huge thing for him because you know basketball is a big part of who he was and um I could definitely see that when I talked to him and just showed his love for it and I think he's just one of the most intelligent people I've met. And I learned a lot, him, a lot from him, like mentally, just the mental aspect of the mom mentality. You know, I think it's just, it's crazy how much someone could love basketball. I've never met anybody who, could, who loved it more than him. He just, you could just tell like how much he, like through his daughter, you know, Gigi and how much he worked with her and just his support for women's basketball, which I thought was amazing. I was really excited to see like where that would go and you know how much like it improved just with him showing his love for it and yeah he's just an amazing person I'm just so grateful I got the chance to like meet with him and learn a little bit from him in that short time absolutely and now he mm-hmm. he and Gigi just have a better view of all the mm-hmm. games and mm-hmm. and I love that uh, and I truly believe that he started a trend that's not going mm-hmm. to go away I feel like his NBA brothers are going to mm-hmm. keep going what he began and that's yes. the support of the women's game and I, I truly and wholeheartedly believe that mm-hmm. when you think about identity a lot of athletes even people in my position you know that are uh on camera reporters hosts announcers we get mm-hmm. it's easy to get lost in the identity of what we do um even though you know that you're an individual and you know you're a sister you're a friend you're a daughter you're a teammate, 
how do you make sure that your identity stays from the inside out and not just because of a basketball? I think it's just staying in tune with yourself and understanding that, um, you know, you're like who you are, like outside of basketball too, and not just in basketball. Cause I think, you know, you have values as an individual that you bring to basketball. So like, although you learn many things, I think as a person and who you are, it reflects on the basketball court. And I think out of that, it's just, you know, keeping in mind being true to yourself and, you know, not getting like, not getting in your head too much about basketball, if you know what I'm saying. But I do. I think just being in touch with who you are and just really like thinking about it, it's a huge thing that can help. Vanessa DeAsus, you are a gift. And to know that this is a series that we're doing on Believe in Sparks um, that really just illuminates girls basketball at all levels. And knowing that you are beginning your collegiate career and I'll be watching closely and I'll, and I know Chelsea Gray is going to be watching closely <laughs> knowing that you are part of the future of this game not only gives me hope it gives me deep joy and I'm proud to have met you and I can't wait to follow your career and I'm already so proud of you keep doing what you're doing thank you so much for taking time to be part of this podcast I appreciate it so much thank you the LA Sparks take sports for girls very seriously, and they're proud to have a partnership with Nike, the WNBA, and the NBA for season two of Game Growers, a unique empowering opportunity for girls 13 years and older from seventh grade to eighth grade to share their ideas on how to encourage more girls to play sports. You can find out more at gamegrowers.com and as always at lasparks.com. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Follow me at SweetsBaby24 on Instagram and Twitter, and Stacy at Stacy Pates on both platforms as well. Interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Believe in Sparks. We will continue our empowerment series on our next episode as well. I'm Stacey Pates for Sydney Weiss. This has been a presentation of betonline.ag. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.